What is the secret Dwayne is hiding in the basket? What's in the basket? Easter eggs? What's in the basket? My brother. Hi, this is Gina Versa here at the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. Um, I was told by my good friend Diego, the co-host, to kind of start this new sort of podcast, a new format, if you will. It's a smaller sort of episodes we're doing on individual films, films people may not have seen or want to have seen, maybe so, but we're just going to talk about smaller films, just cult classics and stuff like that. And joining me on this first episode is a good friend of mine, uh, someone I worked with on many a film, um, James Condulic. How you doing? Hi there. Thank you for having me, Gene. Thank you. Yeah, you were on our first episode a while back, and it's cool. Oh to... God, it was ages ago. Yeah, it feels like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's cool to have you back, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, always, always uh, happy to come back and and shoot the shit here. I hope I can curse. I, uh, that'll, yes. that'll happen. Yeah, time we. Time. Okay, sorry. We did a lot <laughs> of uh, cursing on the first on that first episode. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, it's it's been a fun, weird uh, time since then. I don't know when was the first podcast. It was October twenty sixteen. Oh, good God! Yeah, so it's been yeah, all two years. Yeah, it was a Halloween yeah. themed one. Yeah, it's it was it was a it was a long time ago, man. Wow, time flies. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the the film we're gonna be talking today, I was just like. I don't know. I just thought it would be good to have the guest suggest something, and you threw out a um, a film that I heard about a few times from some horror yeah. fans. Yeah, and it was. I I was like, you you, you told me that you wanted to uh, talk about something interesting or unique, yeah. or, or something kind of like not so uh, discussed uh, as often. I, I've always been fairly curious about a film called Basket Case, so <laughs> I I finally uh, uh-huh. uh, you know got my shutter. Uh, subscription and, and have been just sort of living on Shutter for the last few uh, months. And did this film did this film like prompt you to get Shutter just to see this film? I I think. Well, I, I think I, I think I saw somewhere. Maybe it was like in one of their promos that they had Basket Case or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I got Shutter and then realized, oh, they have Basket Case on there, and it was always in the back of my mind, like, oh, I, I've been wanting to watch this movie. Yeah. So I was like, it was a perfect. It was a perfect uh, time, and it was you know Joe Bob Joe Bob Briggs's uh, you know uh, show on on Shutter, so it was great. I love I love his old uh, show on like TNT Monster Vision uh, back in the nineties. We grew up on that. He he introduced us to all these like cool uh, uh, horror films and and sci fi films for that matter. I think yeah, he, he was he was, or he was like the dude Elvira, right? Exactly. He's like the trailer. He's the trailer park <laughs> kind of <laughs> uh, horror movie guru. Who would show these, you know, uh, classic horror films and sometimes not so classic horror films that are just yeah. you know, sort of weird. And in this case, this was one of them, the more obscure kind of ones. And he had all these. If you haven't seen Basket Case or, or and you you have Shutter, check you, out Basket Case on Joe Bob Briggs's uh, The Last Drive-In. It's really yeah. good. If you want Funny, to, for that matter, if you want to have a really crazy horror experience, definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it was a very, I I. I I knew what Basket Case was about, mm-hmm. so I knew what I was getting myself into. 
it's just, you know, this movie was a very tiny independent movie. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it probably cost like, I think it was like $30,000 to make or something like that. Something like and, that. Uh, I know it was, it was, was, in, mm-hmm. it was I it know was like, it was like shot on like 16 millimeter. I was kind of doing yeah. some, some research on it. So that was like a very dirty, gritty. Yeah. That would indicate the they barely had any money. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I think it was like early eighties or something like that. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a very bizarre film. I, for everything that I could like prepare myself for the film, nothing could prepare me for that movie. Cause it was just so bizarre and so weird. And I'm like laughing, but at the same time I'm so repulsed and I'm like, Oh God. What am I <laughs> yeah. Watching? The, the tone of it kind of, I don't Yeah. I mean the, the shot where he grabs his like brother by like the, by his little balls and like holds him up. It's just like, it's very. I mean, it's kind of like Evil Dead Two esque. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Do you think? No, I mean they were definitely like. I think uh, if you haven't seen, there's this documentary, this sort of like master documentary that mm-hmm. that covers that film, and I think uh, the other two sequels because there are other two sequels. It's on uh, YouTube. I would just search like uh, you know basket case documentary or something like yeah. that. But it's it's a very insightful documentary that's very interesting, but they were intending to make it, you know, like funny. Like mm-hmm. they wanted to make, like make the silliest, dumbest thing they could think of. And they threw this together and there's a bunch of friends making a movie and they were like, oh, okay, well we'll do this movie basket case. And yeah. then it, uh, it, it was like picked up by a distributor because it was around mm-hmm. the time where it was like in New York city where, you know, you have all like theater, you know, just blocks of theaters just next door to each other. So you would like, you know, theater hop from one to the next mm-hmm. of seeing like all these crazy, trashy, uh, unrated movies and stuff that are like super extreme. Yeah, like all and, the trauma um, movies or something. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like all these, uh, you know, like, I mean, you would call back then, I think they were like called like video nasties and things mm-hmm. like that. It's like just these uh, theaters that like nobody, like I think the MPAA didn't really have a, a, a a stranglehold on yet mm-hmm. you know because there's just so much content like flowing out there it was it was like you know netflix but in real life you know it's just there's so yeah. much content just overflowing <laughs> anyway yeah. um but they, they had a distributor and the distributor cut out all the violence and gore and things like that and it was i think they released it for a couple days and it was like failing miserably mm-hmm. And the director was like saying, "Like, see, you guys have to release it." Like, I think they played it at Cannes or something, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when they were showing it in New York, it was like stripped down, and they were like, "No, no, 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 you got to put all the crazy scenes back in." Yeah. That's what people came uh, have come to see. And when when they did, then there was like lines around the block kind of thing. I'm like, yeah. "That's cool." Yeah, the word of mouth was yeah pretty strong. It seemed like for it. No, dude. I mean, it's it was a very it's a, I mean, quite honestly, I mean, it's, it's a very strong concept, but I'm super surprised that people really love that fucking movie. Cause I'm like, Oh man, this is so weird. And the, the acting is so bad, but yeah. you know, it's, it was a very, you know, it, it was, it was, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it was a brave movie, but it, it was like, it's interesting. It was, 
it was a very interesting movie yeah. to be like, okay, well, let's just make a, you know, it, it, the, the way the director speaks of it, it's just like, oh, we thought we'd just make something. And I'm like, that's the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it was such a weird yeah. know, first take or first movie to be like, yeah, I think I'll do this like really weird, bizarre, you know, sim, uh, Siamese twin. It's like body know, horror uh, comedy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if anybody hasn't seen the movie, it's to to sum it up pretty much. Yeah, really let's, quickly yeah, let's do that. A, yeah. Without giving it away, is it's it's about a young man who's traveling to New York City with um, he has a Siamese twin brother. They were removed when they were very young, mm-hmm. and now his like his Siamese twin is like you know kind of deformed. He's just this sort of like little head in a in a in like a couple of little arms and stuff just hairless little yeah he looks like the uh the, the melon shape thing he looks huh? like the dude from total recall there you go he looks like quato if quato was removed that's what he sort of looks like and, he, and if quato lived in a basket yeah. you know, like, <laughs> that's yeah like no everybody's he's always carrying around this wicker basket and everybody's like oh what's in the fucking basket i'm like man is new york just <laughs> filled with nosy ass people i can't imagine could be that. his like, laundry yeah it could be like it's just like yeah 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 he's, he's always like oh it's my laundry and uh you know which i would have been like no it's my fucking dog leave it alone you know it doesn't like people it bites you know or something I would have said yeah something like that my laundry. but everybody was so curious about his fucking dirty laundry basket you know (laughs) they were always wanting to look inside it i'm like oh my god anyway but you know if you look inside the damn basket that's bad news for you because um his his uh siamese twin brother is uh uh, belial Mm -hmm. is uh is a bit aggressive and violent homicidal and uh yeah and you learn about why they're why they're going to new york and they're on this journey to find all the doctors who separated them uh, at a young age, and mm. blah blah blah. Yeah, it's it's certainly not known for its plot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, it's like I applaud anybody who gets through that movie. But yeah, you know, I mean, we watched it. You, my uh-huh. my girlfriend loves it. So yeah, did so you were watching it for the first time? Girlfriend was like, "How is how is the reaction?" Let's uh, yeah, let's compare experiences. I mean, my reaction was like, I mean. I don't recommend watching the movie when you're eating. And I don't get grossed out very, very, very easy. Yeah. But it's like, it was a weird mixture of me laughing at how absurd, but just like I said earlier, it's just, it was like a bit repulsive. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on in this movie? <laughs> like, I think the thing that bothered me the most was, was, uh, you know, well, I mean, Belial just looks gross. Yeah. Right? He, the, uh, yeah. the sounds and everything, like the sound designer, whoever did it was, did a really good job. But, like, the sounds he makes and stuff where he's just, like, constantly just, like, groaning or, or screaming or yeah. screeching and stuff. I'm like, what is with this dude? So, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, pretty pretty uh, interesting. Pretty yeah. Weird. So I was watching this just in the just main room of my apartment. My roommates yeah. were going in and out. Um, <laughs> and, like, everyone was like, what are you watching? It's like, I'm watching this uh, horror film called Basket Case for a podcast. And... Like, I think people would stay for, like, a minute, and, like, no one stayed the whole movie. And, uh, yeah, people were just, like, not watching this, just walking out of it. And I was kind of, like, like, I was just, you know, I was just, I was captivated by it, because it's, like, oh, my God, like, what is this movie? And I was, like, I was kind of, like, insta-storing it, 
just like filming it there were people and just like kind of poking fun at it like a scene where i love the shit i mean kind of love and grossed out by the scene where it's like he grabs him by the nuts and like throws him out the building or whatever uh, it was great i mean i i thought i'm like oh man how, how crazy is this movie gonna get oh. yeah and, he, uh, and <laughs> this guy just lifted him up. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, and I think I texted you after like a GIF of uh, like I think it was like Krusty. Like, what the hell was that? Because yeah, it just, exactly. It just has to be watched, experienced, and I I would I would make the point to say this is a very good midnight movie where oh, absolutely it needs to be experienced in a crowd. Because I was watching um, the first Evil Dead for the first time in like a theater uh, on Halloween, mm-hmm. and that movie plays like so well to a group of people, just like watching it, where everyone had it out for Scotty, <laughs> and <laughs> the scene, the scene where uh, I think like Ash tells him like, "Oh, we're gonna make it, Scotty." Everyone just like burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. And they really had it out for um, his sister. Um, Cheryl. Cheryl. They yeah. really had it out for Cheryl. <laughs> Where well, I, I, I loved it in the, when we saw mm-hmm. the, uh, the, everybody calls it the remake, but it was like the reboot of uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. They were doing this marathon of all of the films back to back and mm-hmm. then leading up to the reboot. It was amazing. It was a long endeavor, but it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was just a giant crowd. And uh, that was like the same reaction. Like everybody, like when, when Scotty is constantly like, berating Cheryl like <laughs> like when the cellar door flips up they're like you know you know maybe uh maybe it was an animal or something like that he, he just like starts laughing or that is the stupidest thing I heard Jesus Christ everybody just fucking falls to the floor dying laughing and like just I don't know it's just you, you know you're in good company when everybody is in the right mindset so yeah I agree. yeah I mean, like this movie is definitely show your friends I mean mm-hmm. I think it'll It'll be even funnier when your friends are like drunk, you know. Well, d- well, drunk for one, but like they're going to be shocked. I mean, yeah, it's a good shock. Shock your friends. Kind yeah, of like and, oh my god, what the fuck did you show right. me? Right, and and I think that's that's good because it's not like it's not like over. It wasn't like something where it's like you probably shouldn't show that to a group of people, like Serbian film or um, no, Human no, Centipede, because no. that seems like just gross. I guess you know. No, I mean it's just it, it's hard to explain because it was just a it's a bizarre concept, but it's like it's it's like in this fine line of like you know comedic absurdity and and just, just sort shockiness. of morbid morbidness, you yeah. know, just it's it's very it's it's down that fine line, but you know it. it I mean, obviously, it's a cult classic. It it you know uh, spawned two other sequels following it which were again if you watch the documentary i mean they were like even more bizarre because they went in a completely different direction like the first one was more straight i guess horror i guess you would call it but the the second and third one were more comedic yeah and everything i mean the third one had a fucking musical number and everything Did it? You know, okay. it was it was just super bizarre and in the second and third one they have like a whole community mm-hmm. of uh of freaks and stuff that that um the uh spoiler uh yeah. the uh the characters you know belong to mm-hmm. yeah so, i mean it's certainly it's very interesting yeah uh let's talk a little bit about the special effects especially for the low budget i felt the stop motion 
I mean, I like the look of it for that type of film, but I thought it was, um, I thought it was very well done for the budget they had, all the effects that they managed to put together. I mean, I think it adds to the charm. I mean, people say that a lot, like it adds to the charm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the stop motion in like Evil Dead was actually, you know, as as primitive as it was. It's like it was damn fucking flawless. This wasn't, you know, no, not knocking the filmmakers and everything because I know this was like a real uh, uh, passion project for them. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they were even saying like the that they were like. You know, I think the director or somebody was having to to do the stop motion himself, and eventually he got yeah. crazy. He was mm -hmm. just like, "Oh my god!" I realized how fucking slow this is. So he's like, "Ah," he's like saying that he was just sort of moving it around. Like at yeah. some point, he's just sort of kicking the thing around and just being like, <laughs> da, 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 da. "You know, whatever." He's like, "Ah, good enough." So, but yeah. you know, it, just because it's it's so interesting to see. It's like okay, well, we see all these POVs of this of this little guy running around and he mm -hmm. doesn't have any legs, like, and yeah. then to actually pop out to like a wider shot and see this little fucking guy sort of crawling around and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, yes, thank you, God. That was so <laughs> fucking. It's so great. I mean, it's so so silly and so stupid, but it was it was um yeah, it was perfect for the time. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's always again. I mean, they were pretty young. They were pretty. They were all pretty young. I can't remember how old they were, but they were. They were all. It was like their first film and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and um, yeah, I mean, you it's ambitious to say yeah. the least. I mean, yeah, you certainly been there. Yeah. It, it's constantly well. It's it's always fun to hear the limitations and everything that they had. I actually really enjoyed the uh, what was it the the saw blade or something yeah. that that split the dude in half. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that was I awesome. love. I love that, like, kill, because it's just, like, it's so comedic where, like, one of his legs just falls and then the other one falls. Yeah, I mean, that was great. I'm like, oh, my God, okay, that's the best. That was my favorite bit of the movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, everybody would probably suggest that the, their favorite bit is when Belial is, you know, well, spoiler alert, one, two, three, spoils. Okay, yes. and uh, when Belial is, is, is banging uh, the love interest yeah. and killing her, it's like, oh, what the... I was gonna, am I watching? Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Like, there was some weird, like, I don't know, like, Freudian uh, ideas, I guess, in this movie. It's like, sexual um, imagery. I guess, or not, uh, sexual, like, I don't know, thaws or something. Where, uh, yeah, it was it was really odd. That, that scene, yeah, was uh, quite... That was something. Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> I don't know what the, the filmmakers were trying to say or anything. Yeah. Or if there really was in Freudian, you know, ideas or themes there, but um, it was it, it was very very bizarre. Again, like this, it, it just really makes me think. Like, I, I you know, in in their documentaries and stuff where they talk about making <laughs> a movie, they, they 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 never really go into the reason why they made that movie. Like, why this one? Why that story? Like, or anything. Yeah, they just talk about what they were making. But, you know, we were talking about special effects. I was going to say, um, I didn't know this until I saw the documentary, but the, uh, that hallway of the, uh, of the hotel, mm -hmm. it wasn't a real hallway. It was like the walls were canvas. Oh. And I'm like, no shit. Like, they just put up canvas and <laughs> made It's a hotel, hallway. yeah. And I'm like, wow, you never would have, would have been able to tell. I mean, I 
guess one of the perks of shooting on you know 16 millimeter back then and whatever film stock they had but it was just it it, it, it totally I, I totally bought it you know it looked like a shitty little hotel yeah there. but um mm-hmm. it, it was it was very interesting i mean there's that i mean aside from all the you know gore and kill uh, uh kills and and things like that i mean it's so great there's a, there's a bit where uh where the the two Siamese twins are getting separated, surgically separated. Mm-hmm. And that fly- yeah, that flashback. Was there was, yeah, there, there was like this like meat or something hanging down from the, the deformed little Siamese twin. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what they said it was, it was like hamburger or something like that. And, uh, you know, it just like was dripping. Like there was mm-hmm. like a big piece of meat that's just, you know, yeah. just like drops and, it cracked me the fuck up. It was so, <laughs> just so great. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, so, the, the movie certainly had its, like, charm to it. Like, I was actually, I really liked the personality it gave the, the neighbors. And, I mean, even if some of them are like, what's the bag? What's the bag? It's, I mean, it, it certainly wasn't boring, you know? No, I mean, you know, it kept my interest. But I think it's like that morbid curiosity that we all sort of have. Yeah. You know, and, and the... But no, I mean, it, you know, for for a bunch of young people and such, it was it wasn't a bad movie. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a it was a unique film to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, very bizarre. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it to people if they are looking for something very different and and uh, you know, it's not Out an there. easy movie to forget at all. I, I would say no. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to forget it for sure. No, it's 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 very yeah. <laughs> Um, I think those images were burnt into my brain. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you uh, two things. We were, I think, I don't know, someone text, you text me. The acting in the movie is uh, not the best, <laughs> would you say? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not into completely knocking, you know, actors and stuff. I mean, you know, we yeah. work in low-budget film and stuff like that. But I, So I get it, but I mean, it was... It was pretty spectacular, though, to watch it and just be like, what, what, they said what, what? <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> what? Like... You know, there's just so many of those great uh, moments, especially the uh, the love interest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was just a very bizarre uh, movie. I, I Jen, my girlfriend and I were, were debating about it because I was saying, like, I would have done without the, uh, the sort of telepathic link between the... Yeah the brother and, 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 uh, well, the two brothers mm-hmm. and I'm like, just have them not talk, have them communicate or something with like sign language or do or, or body language or just, you know, something like he, like he could be a mute or something, but you know, I get it. Like they needed some sort of device to say exactly what he was thinking or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I would have done without it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, that's why I think it would be a very great idea to, to remake maybe not remake it but like reboot it mm-hmm. you know i don't know if you do it in like the same universe or something right or even bring back the original guy and and have new characters that have a similar situation and uh and everything or just completely remake it i don't know but yeah. I, I think it's it's one of those movies that it's like it, it it had a good cult uh following but i i think it does it's not acknowledged by a lot of people today mm-hmm that you could easily probably get away with it and and 
you know, sort of introduce, you know, reintroduce it to a new generation, a, new, uh, a whole new audience, mm-hmm. and scar them for life. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's all know, we could hope for. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to have some stellar special effects, makeup, mm-hmm. and, and everything. I mean, yeah, I, I could totally imagine that uh, oh. working extremely well. So I don't know. One can dream. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, or just ask you, uh, just as we're winding down here, um, as a is it so in the film do you have any perspective on or any takeaways like because it's like i think you're the only twin i know on this being a infamous twin movie or a film about twins sure no i mean it's it touches on things of you know jealousy and and things like that abandonment and dependency and mm-hmm. you know things that a lot of twins or siblings uh, feel when they they live together their whole lives and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think everybody can relate to those things. So I think those themes will like if you, even if you were to do a remake or anything, I think those themes are are, are you know are very uh, yeah. timeless and and you can play with those or even go further than that and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, do more uh, than telepathic links. <laughs> yeah, or, or something. I don't know. I don't know about telepathic links, but well, I mean, you know. There's the people do believe that there is this sort of unspoken shorthand or, or thing uh, with twins where they share thoughts and stuff. Like I mean, my mind building, certainly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not like mind reading, right? It's like <laughs> definitely like finishing each other's sentences, mm-hmm. or it's like John, my brother, and I will we would call each other, and you know we were like literally about to pick up the phone and call the other one mm-hmm. with the same news or with the same idea or with the same thought or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be coincidence. I don't know, but we do it all the time. I can look at him; he knows what I'm talking about. So, it, it's I, I I think it's just a shorthand that we know how we respond and we can anticipate each other's moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it was a uh, so. I mean, there's 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 that. So, I mean, it, it's well, I think it was all the right ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that that a good horror movie should do. Yeah, I mean, and, it's uh, not, I will say for this, it's it's gross, but it's not like, I'm trying to think of the right word because I feel like, okay, this is a, a susceptible gross where, like, Serbian film, that's just, like, vulgar. No, 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 and, no, that's, like, yeah. you know, like, assaulting and just, like, completely wrong. Yeah. This is just, like, there's something about it that just seems very dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a combination of the concept of, of having this deformed twin Mm-hmm. And and just how it's shot and everything and it's just this it's very gritty and on sixteen millimeter and everything you know kind of like how the original Evil Dead just it feels you know grosser or feels darker and grittier I mean the tone was but I mean just the look of it and everything like by the end of both movies you're just like man I want to take a shower <laughs> um, yeah but like not in like it's not gonna ruin your life you know like Serbian film or yeah or what have you yeah. But yeah, so we recommend it. I mean, it's a funny movie. It has it. I mean, if if you dig that kind of thing, it has <laughs> crazy, weird kills and stuff that are humorous and, and stuff. It's it's almost like I would almost compare it to like Peter Jackson kind of like bad series, just so over the top. Mm-hmm. That's probably how. It, I mean, would you say that's about accurate? Yeah, I would say it's. It, yeah, I would say it's accurate, like Bad Taste or Meet the Fraggles. Yeah, or, or like. A, Frighteners? Comes to mind as well, like um, Frighteners, sure. Uh, but I was gonna say, uh, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, Dead Alive. Oh yeah, um, I haven't seen Dead Alive. Right. I need that needs to. That Dude, needs to be watched. Dead Alive. 
Yeah. That's that is one gooey movie. I mean, hey, like, that could that could be another episode. <laughs> that you should watch Dead Alive. That's a really uh, yeah. good movie. I mean, it's they pretty much have, you know, their Evil Dead Two moment, but the dude has a um, a uh, lawnmower. Mm-hmm. I won't say anymore, but it's fantastic. So it's it's like I mean it's I'm surprised you haven't seen it because it's like there yeah. people are always posting clips of it and, hmm. and shit. So. So you're not yeah. gonna be on my to-do list. Oh, dude, there's. I will say there's one like amazing that that movie is is more comedy than anything. I mean, mm-hmm. it is over the top, but it's like done in such a cartoony way. Yeah. Like you don't, you, you're never too like, you know, repulsed or anything like that. I I feel like, uh, Basket Case was still trying to be somewhat serious, but not too serious. Mm-hmm. It was it's it sort of in the middle of the road, whereas. Dead Alive, I think, is like just completely like okay, we're embracing that it's just over the top and silly. Yeah. But um, like there was a there's a moment where these zombies were ripping this dude open and uh, ripping out this dude's uh, rib cage as he's still alive, and he's like, no, and he's like pulling back on his rib cage that's now outside of his own body, and he's doing like a tug of war with these zombies of like with his rib cage. And I'm like, this is an amazing movie. <laughs> exactly so i i I highly recommend it uh these are yeah these will all be probably future episodes there you go i think that is how these films were meant or excuse me intended to be experienced i would say oh absolutely so you know more the more the merrier and uh that's that's the way to do it with these with these types of movies yeah but yeah man just now that we're uh just wrapping up here james um can you talk a little bit about yourself for the listeners, any any uh, projects um, that you want to plug, that you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, uh, we direct, uh, I work at Dual Visions, uh, and we produce and direct uh, several movies, series, and so on. We just finished up, uh, well, uh, uh, two movies of ours are actually coming out this um, December. So uh, December 4th, we have a movie called Behind the Walls, which is a horror film, kind of a haunted house type movie from the perspective of, a, of the house kind of watching these this family move in and, mm-hmm. and so on that one's really fun um, it has so a, that's uh, December 4th right? uh, on all VOD platforms yeah it has uh, one of uh, Rob Zombie's uh, frequent actors Law, yeah, Law Temple Lou, Lou Temple Lou is Temple. great uh, uh, has Reggie Lee from uh, 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 the TV show Grimm and um, I was a big fan of his in uh, like Tropic Thunder and uh, and uh, what was it um Drag Me to Hell. So I was talking oh, to right. him about Drag Me to Hell a lot on set. <laughs> He's a really great guy and great actor. Reggie Lee's great. Vanessa Angel's in it. She's great. I mean, of course, uh, we, we grew up watching her in uh, Kingpin and, and the TV series of uh, Weird Science. I don't know if uh, you remember that. but uh, was, That was, was before my show. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's fantastic. She's, like stunningly beautiful and, and stunningly talented. And uh, uh, she was a real trooper on that. Um, Lou Temple was great. Lou was just amazing he, he very intensive talks about uh, the 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 script and the um the characters and, and so on because lou was the the great thing about behind the walls is lou is playing two roles mm-hmm. he's playing twins he's playing twin brothers actually and um he, he's playing like a, an abusive fa- uh, father to these characters and then the uh sort of distant uncle that is the brother to the uh, the abusive father uh, coming back, trying to cause trouble. Anyway, um, he's fantastic in it. I, I would love to work with Lou in a, in a well, any of our actors 
for that matter, in a, in a heartbeat. Um, let me see. Hutch Dano's in it. He's of uh, Disney fame of uh, Zeke and Luther. He was in another great movie called uh, Zombieverse. If you haven't seen that, it's a fucking mm-hmm. great movie. Um, let me see. Uh, am I leaving anybody out? Bailey Spry is in it. She has a she has a small role, but um, she, she's still really good in it. She was actually the uh, the first uh, first character to appear in uh, It Follows, like the very beginning. Oh, she's the she's the first kill. Yeah. That's so awesome. you know that was that was just such a fun fact to to learn. Be like, oh, Bailey. Um, mm-hmm. Like when we saw the movie, we're like, oh, hey, that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. Yeah. So, uh, and we have a couple of great kids that are that are in our, in our movie as well. And uh, but yeah, I, I everybody check that out on iTunes. Uh, let me see, Google Play, <laughs> Amazon, Vudu, whatever you kids are watching digitally yeah. these days. It should be out December fourth, Behind the Walls. And then um, we have one more movie coming out uh, December eighteenth called The Hornet. That's one we just did for the asylum. It was kind of a last minute. Uh, emergency movie. It's like, oh, we need a movie out by December. So we, we <laughs> put it together and um, put it together within like two months. It was pretty, pretty intense. Um, but it's it was their answer to, uh, to Bumblebee. Bumblebee and uh, Hornet Bumblebee. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's is an interesting movie. I've never done. It was our first time doing found footage, so it's a found footage sci-fi robot alien movie. Um, uh. <laughs> and and uh, so yeah, check that one out. That one's fun as well. Yeah, it certainly sounds Another very great team. Very asylum-y. It's yeah, you know, hopefully it's it's better than the, than the average asylum film. But I think everybody says that. So I don't know. It was it was a great um, is a great sprint of of efforts uh, on everybody's parts. The actors really killed themselves on on making the movie. I mean, I think we had like twenty page days or something like that. It was insane. Yeah. All of us were just miserable. You know, all of us at some point or another were getting hurt and just things like that. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're, we're we're all killing ourselves for this movie. So hopefully, somebody out there likes it, right? And appreciates I mean, it. Yeah, we're we're both asylum alums, so yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that pain, that tiredness. Yeah, but you know, so but yeah, that that should be out December eighteenth as well on VOD and uh, so on. I think DVD as well. So I don't know. Those are the two that uh, everybody should check out. Cool. So we did another one called Snake Out of Compton. That's already out. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, check those out. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, cool. Yeah, I hope I hope listeners too. Um, James, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us today for this uh, first episode. Hopefully there'll be many more to come. You, um, I would be glad to have you back at some point on one of them. And um, yeah, just uh, please uh, follow Waffle Press on Twitter, Facebook, Um, Please like and subscribe, and we've been Professionally Unprofessional. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you, Gene. Thanks, guys.